Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry, only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Game Over Winnipeg. My name is Brady. I will be your host tonight after what was one of the most electric games of the season, the Winnipeg Jets winning over the Colorado Avalanche to currently take the top spot in the Central. It was a 6-2 game. Boy, oh boy, what a statement. What a statement win from this team. I there's there's so much to talk about tonight. I am so excited to be here talking with you guys about this one. This was a such a phenomenal game. Um <laughs> and you know what? Let's just start it off, you know, we'll start off uh right at the start before we even get into the game anything like that. Tonight was uh with Southeast uh Asian Heritage Night. Uh the Jets love to do this uh every year. I'm not sure how many years they've been doing it now. Um but always a ton of fun festivities at the rink. Uh we saw on the broadcast, you know, what it means for people in that community uh to have such recognition from uh you know, the a team in in the community. Um Phenomenal. I thought the Jets did great. I know Alyssa, uh, my co-host here on Game Over Winnipeg, was at the game tonight. She was letting me know the festivities were fun. You could see all the Bangra dancing, uh, you know, in, in the concourse before the game. Of course, we get the the phenomenal national anthem uh, <laughs> sung in both Canadian and Punjabi. Uh, awesome. Just phenomenal all around. The Jets, big claps for uh, for everything there. But unfortunately, <laughs> well, not unfortunately, but we, we got to talk. We got to talk about this game. I am I am so, so excited to talk about this game. The Jets have been on a bit of a tear recently. They have been playing well ever since November. I mean, they've only had a couple skids here and there. Uh, but right now, you know, they are right in the uh, they were right in the battle for first place in the Central Division. And tonight's game against the Colorado Avalanche obviously uh, meant a lot for that, of course. Um <laughs> So it was it was a big game, uh, a very big one. Obviously, we won't know exactly till the end of the night uh, if they are, in fact, first in the central due to uh, uh, the Dallas Stars being a, a point ahead of the Jets coming into tonight's games um, and facing off against the St. Louis Blues. Uh, I actually should bring up that scoreline. Maybe someone in chat can uh, let us know uh, how that is going over there. But uh, but yeah, this, uh, you know, the Jets beat a team. The Colorado Avalanche, who, you know, won the Stanley Cup two years ago and is still generally uh, a very, very good team, still a favorite uh, in regards to um, 
in regards to potentially winning the cup this year, uh, despite the fact that they maybe aren't as strong of a team as before. I mean, obviously, they still have Nathan McKinnon, Miko Rantanen, Valeri Nachushkin. That top line is phenomenal for the Colorado Avalanche. Uh, they've got the back end, uh, Devin Tays, you know, Bowen Byram. Obviously, Kale McCarr, unfortunately, was injured tonight. And Ivan Prozvitov getting the start. So while the Colorado Avalanche are still a force to be reckoned with, they're, they still aren't, you know, they're not the team that they were uh, a couple years ago when they did win the cup, of course. Um, so this presents, again, like I said, the, the main thing that I'm trying to get across here is uh, even before we talk about how the Jets perform, the Central Division is for the taking right now, guys. If you look around the league, the standings, um, the Central Division was the only team coming into tonight that didn't have a team at, at 40 points. Um, and, and some of the other divisions had it in, in less games. Uh, so, th so this really is the division that is probably the most up in the air, probably has the most room for, uh, for a team to come in and take, uh, full reins of that spot. Uh, I've got someone in the chat here, Chelf, uh, I hope that's, I'm pronouncing that right. Three, two blues at the moment. That is great to hear. I'm glad to hear that. Uh, hopefully it stays that way for the rest of the night and we can end off the night saying the Winnipeg Jets finish the night in, in first place in the central division. Um, but regardless, uh, with with the Avalanche maybe not being as good of a team as they were a couple years ago, uh, of course, they're still a great team. They still have the top end. And uh, and Dallas, one of the favorites this year to potentially win the Cup, Jake Ottinger getting injured just the other night. Uh, there's a lot of run room in, the, uh, excuse me, a lot of runway in the Central Division to be taken. And uh, the Jets are clicking at the right time, guys. Um, <laughs> boy, oh boy, this was... A fun game. Uh, obviously, we all know Gabe Velarde uh, coming back from injury a couple of games ago. He has his revenge game against the Kings. That top line has looked good. I'm going to be talking a lot about them uh, coming up here. But um, I mentioned this mainly just to say, um, just to say that the... <laughs> The Winnipeg Jets are have have kind of found something new with those guys. Um, maybe I'll jump into it right now because that top line was phenomenal tonight. Uh, oh, sorry. Before we get into that, I think what what is really really important. Oh, sorry. I am so sorry. I'm I'm cutting myself off back and forth. I remember what I was going to say. That top line was actually given uh, a chance to fight uh, and play matchups against Nathan McKinnon's line, which is not something that the Jets usually do. They usually kind of stick Lowry's line on Nathan McKinnon's line uh, or the, you know, the top most uh, dangerous line of, of the teams they're playing, especially when they have the matchup at home. Uh, they usually like to put Lowry up against uh, up those guys. But tonight we kind of saw a bit of both. Obviously, you're not going to be able to get the perfect matchups every single time, whether it's icings, uh, penalties, this, that, the other thing. But I was really happy to see that the Jets decided to uh, put the, sh the the Shifley line up against another team's top line. That's something we don't get to see a ton of times. And boy, oh boy, did it work out. The Ehlers-Shifley-Velarde line tonight, 82% expected goals. That means if, you, if you're not an expected goals person... Of the expected goals, which is just kind of a, a general uh, a value attributed to every type of shot that every chance that is had, um, they when they were on the ice they had eighty two percent of them, so that's that's pretty good. Fifty percent would be you know even. Uh, they dominated tonight. They dominated tonight. They've dominated in the Kings game. They've dominated ever since they have been put together. This is the Winnipeg Jets top line. I love Kyle Connor. 
Listen, I love him. I, I think he is a, a phenomenal scorer. He's a great uh, finishing piece to add to a, to a line. If he was healthy tomorrow, there's no, there is no way that we can break this top lineup. They are playing like they are the Globetrotters. They went up against, like I said, one of the top lines in the NHL tonight, Nachushkin, uh, uh, McKinnon, and Rantanen, and dominated, dominated them. This line was so, it, it was hilarious. I was watching this game, uh, and, and the amount of times in, in the first period that I was turning to my girlfriend just saying, I love this line. I love this line so much. I love this line so much. I love this line so much. Every single time, both on the forward ends, uh, on the offensive side of things, this line is constantly creating chances. Even at the start of the game when the Jets were, you know, maybe, uh, you know, they, they didn't get a ton of shots in the first 10 minutes, um, but they had a ton of chances that maybe the shots just weren't really registered because, you know, it was broken up right at the last moment. Um, God, this, the, oh, I, I, I cannot stop raving about the the Ehlers Shifley Velarde line because um it, it just kind of has everything on it like Velarde is uh, which we're going to talk about him a lot more tonight um Velarde just kind of gives that line a bit of a, a defensive big bodied presence kind of the thing that we were hoping that we could get when we put guys like Nino Niederreiter on that line when we put Pierre-Luc Dubois on on a line with uh Shifley and Connor Oh my God! It's it's just it's just phenomenal seeing this line constantly uh, controlling play in the offensive zone, and uh, even if the, even when they're not necessarily getting the shots on immediately, they're holding zone time. And at the end of the day, if you're holding zone time, that means that that that's a lot of time that the opposing team's top line again sh uh, against McKinnon's <laughs> line that they're not in your end putting in their work. Like this was. A uh, just a a phenomenal phenomenal game from these guys, and every single game that we've seen from this top line has been perfect, perfect. I oh my god, and 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 they, they this this line just has everything to it. They've got speed with Ehlers on the entries. If if you're ever having trouble getting into the zone, just give it to Nikolai Ehlers. He will either one chip it in and beat the guy to the puck, or two carry it in clean, or three carry it in, bring all the attention to himself, and then dish it off to someone who is you know we uh, uh what's the word um in the weeds as we like to call it. Uh <laughs> it's phenomenal, and you know Shifley, we all know that he's. His his ability to both score and 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 play the puck, uh, um, excuse me, uh, it, playmaker style, you know, passing the puck, uh, creating plays. Remember last year when he was saying, you know, I want to be the guy who is is constantly, uh, you know, I, I prefer to go for quality of shots rather than quantity. We know that was a whole thing between him and Rick Bonus um, last year, but. Uh, he's he's the perfect guy to to mend the gap between Gabe Velarde, uh, a big, huge body who's good and tight on the net. Um, I cannot stop singing this line's praises. It is it is it is truly truly phenomenal. I am I, I'm gobsmacked. Like I just I don't even know even what to say about them. Like everyone's watching them. Everyone's going like this line is is nuts. Um, I I know it's a small sample size, but if they keep trending the way they have been, there is no. No goddamn way you can split these guys up. You can't. If if Kyle Connor comes back and you have to play him on the second slash third line with Cole Perfetti, great. You just got a guy who's gonna absolutely munch the other the opposing team's third line or whoever he gets matched up against. This is what has 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 been so good with the Jets is that 
they ha they haven't had a full uh, a fully healthy game all year. Um, if we ever get to that point, like having Kyle Connor potentially on your second or third line, it depends on what you want to call second and third. It is just it is such a great problem to have. You know, some people may want him to be with Shifley and Velarde, but I, like there, there's there's truly no reason you you break this line up right now. They have been phenomenal. This is Nick Ehlers looks like like a speed demon out there every time he touches the puck. Mark Shifley and you know the, there was reason that they didn't want to play Nikolai Ehlers and Mark Shifley together because you know uh, as as you know I I think it was one of the broadcast guys a while ago said uh, but just in general um, you know Nikolai Ehlers is an East West player whereas Mark Shifley and Kyle Connor are North South players. The chemistry is there. The chemistry is there between Shifley and and, uh, and Ehlers and Velarde and. Like th this entire game was one of the best efforts, like entire game wise for from the Jets. Like even the you know the even though the 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 Avalanche were kind of putting it on in the third period. I mean the Avalanche got like a, a third of their shots on their power play. So other than that, like offensively, the Jets won the expected goals game uh, in regards to um, you know even strength uh, offense. Uh, the, the, I, I, I've got so many thoughts about the Jets. I'm just. I'm just uh, so excited. <laughs> I am so happy right now. I can't even tell you. It's Saturday night. The Jets won. Uh, everything is looking great, despite the fact that they're battling adversity. As Rick Bonus says, we're, said, we're going to keep winning for Kyle Connor. Uh, and that's what they have done. Um, God. And, uh, and you know what? Tonight was a, was a win for, for Kevin Shevel Day off. I don't know if anyone noticed this, but uh, the goals, the goal scorers tonight, Gabriel Velarde, twice acquired in the offseason. Uh, Alex Ayafalo, acquired in the offseason. Uh, Vlad Nemestikov, acquired at the trade deadline last year and then re-signed in the offseason. And Nino Niederreiter, uh, acquired at the trade deadline last year and extended this year, uh, d uh, given a new contract. Uh, all of these guys were guys that Chevy brought in. Like... Listen, we can criticize Chevy for many, many things for for whatever it is that you want. I'll let you be the judge of what you want to uh, be, uh, you know, criticize him for. This guy has won his trades. He what he has. I mean, look at like the, the uh, obviously, I mean, <laughs> we can't not talk about the Dubois trade. I mean, it's it's kind of the the topic, uh, the topic du jour uh, every game. <laughs> um but like Gabe Velarde is is currently at the moment playing better than Pierre-Luc Dubois and better than we could have ever imagined. And you know what it is too? He's playing Dubois' game better than Dubois. He's he's playing it like uh, you know what we were always told about Dubois was he was a guy who could uh, use his physicality and his his uh, his body to create chances and and battle in front and playoff mentality. Is there a guy on this team that that um emphasis or that that looks like a playoff player more than Gabe Velarde right now? Like this guy is scoring garbage goals. He's constantly in the right zones. I Kevin Shovel Day off. Hats off hats off to you, buddy. Uh you got not only a better player, at least currently, you know, we'll see if this comes to bite us in the ass someday. But I mean, hey, Gabe Velarde also has three goals to to <laughs> to Pierre-Luc Dubois, four goals on the season in, you know, a third of the games. Um, but 
not only did you get Gabe Velarde, you got Alex Ifall, who also chips in for a goal tonight and is 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 a good shutdown player if you want to put him in that role. Rasmus Kupari, who um, you know, obviously injured, but has looked looked you know looks like he might have some potential. Uh, and I th- I think we got a pick for for him too. Like what an absolute fleecing! At least right now, that's what it looks like. I am happy and I am excited. It is. <sighs> It's it's a good time to be a Jets fan, guys. It is a good time to be a Jets fan. Um, I got to <laughs> I got to pull up the uh, St. Louis score here to make sure we can uh, keep uh, <laughs> keep monitoring it. Uh, also, hey, just want to say thank you all for being here and chat with me. I know it's a Saturday night. Uh, obviously, we all got done watching the Jets game, but you guys could be out doing other things. I really appreciate you guys spending the time with me. We got you know just under thirty people here in the chat. Make sure you do li- like the stream. Because I mean, hey, like the stream for the for for the Jets taking first place in the Central Division. Um, alrighty, I I, I got to move on, but but oh my god, uh, just continuing on. Another guy I want to highlight tonight uh, was was Vladimir Mesikov because this guy I felt like every single time that uh, not every single time, but he I feel like he had a quietly incredibly incredibly good game tonight. Um, obviously getting the goal on the power play finally breaking the 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 curse of the power play that the jets have had over the past however many games um good to see him get a power play goal there uh fantastic but also just like another thing i just wanted to uh to highlight like it really feels like vladimir is kind of the glue that has kind of been holding that second line together. I thought tonight, even the second line had a really good night. Uh, as far as if you want to go like line wise, they were, you know, 60% expected goals. Uh, they looked pretty good. And Vladimir Mesikov is just quietly doing all the important things. He's always the middleman between passes. It seems like he's always the guy who's always there supporting Cole Perfetti when he breaks the puck into the zone, making the important passes. He makes the beautiful pass over to Nino Niederreiter on his goal. Um, he on on Alex Iafalo's goal, a, a goal where the 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 second line, second line, third line, whatever you want to call him, the Nemestikov Iafalo Perfetti line is hemming the uh, the opposition into the zone. Uh, Iafalo ends up chipping the, or, you know, intercepting the puck in the high slot, and this is the one little thing he he throws a, a backhand shot on net, a great shot, mind you. Gotta praise Alex Iafalo. Happy to see him get the monkey off his back. It was his first goal in what I wrote it down here in 18 games, 19 games. Um, really happy to see him get that. But a really important tiny little thing right before he shoots this puck. We already know that backhand shots are are super invasive. They're difficult to follow. Right before he shoots this puck, Vladimir Meskov just 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 a nice little casual skate in front of Ivan Prozvitov. And I think that that is is the the key that sealed this to being an, an easy goal. Um, it, it's the little things, and and I think Vladimir Meskov. We all look at him, uh, and we want to praise him. You know, we we can all see that what he is contributing to this to this roster. But again, this is a guy who coming to the season we had projected on the fourth line. Uh, he he's bounced around on how many teams playing in oh geez let me think in tampa i remember him playing i he played in uh in dallas he played in ottawa he did he play in in san jose i want to say he did i don't know if he was just part of the you know maybe he went there as part of a trade in order to get him to come here but this is a guy who's bounced around and he's really found his home here on this team it looks like he loves playing with these guys i'm so happy to have a guy like this on my team and 
again, he he's filled a role that he wasn't supposed to. He was not supposed to be the second line center on this team. And he has come in and night in and night out looks good and is just filling in the gaps. It, fantastic game by him. I, I just wanted to give him a, a big clap because I thought he did phenomenal tonight. Um, but you know what? I want to give a uh, a big round of applause to uh, Rick Bonus and the coaching team because tonight felt like a Rick Bonus win. This was a Rick Bonus blueprint game to the T, in my opinion. While the Jets maybe didn't get as many shots as you know we we like to say that Rick Bonus's system uh, likes to try and promote. Um, what really stuck in it for me was that the buy in from everyone tonight was phenomenal there despite the fact that the the avalanche got what I, let me see I, I need to bring up the box score um i don't know that i know that the avalanche definitely outshot the jets that is um but uh, it, it never really felt scary like I, I there was never a point in 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 my mind despite the fact that we're playing against nathan mckinnon uh and mika ran and all these guys that are that are absolute killers on the avalanche um despite all that I never really felt worried. Like it didn't. It didn't really feel like the 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 Avalanche were creating these crazy chances. There were a, f- a few here and there that you know maybe occasionally you get a little bit worried, and then Connor Hellebuck makes a save, and you're like, oh great. Um, but like Connor Hellebuck didn't need to be great tonight, and he made a couple really nice saves. I remember there was a couple, you know, like a blocker save on uh, on the power play, uh, or I guess PK for the Jets uh, when you know when the Avalanche had a power play, but uh, and and a couple toe saves. But other than that, like. Connor Hellebuck didn't have to do anything. It could have been LB in that. It could have been, I think, almost any NHL goalie, and the Jets would have won this game. Um, don't don't talk to me about butterfly effect and this and that, whatever. Um, this felt like a team win. And as we were, you know, going to the third period before Kevin Bieksa gave the whole, oh, there's no no goals against Canadian teams yet tonight. Um, which I'm, you know, I'll let you be the judge on if if jinxes are, are a thing or not. Um Coming to the third period, and I was just thinking, like, if if the Jets end up getting a, a shutout tonight, if if Hal, if Halbuck gets a shutout tonight, I I was ready to come on here and say that was a, a team shutout because the buy-in was was full, complete complete for the team. Um, there was not a chance where uh, the Avalanche came up the ice and there wasn't uh, a, a forward back checking. The defense, like, geez, the defense had. It's such a small thing, but their their sticks were constantly in uh in the lanes. Like the the amount of times I can think of of the Avalanche coming in and like Nate Schmidt or or Dylan DeMello or whoever uh just getting their stick in in the lane as they're trying to make their their you know their zone entry and then pass across. Like that was so often tonight. And same thing with the forwards. They had the buy-in to come back. And as soon as there was uh, you know, a puck broken up by a defender stick, the Jets were great at just corralling the puck and coming back up ice. I mean, that's how the which goal was it? It was the it was the first goal. It was the the first goal. I mean, actually, that was kind of a, a neutral zone, uh neutral zone one, but um regardless. Point is the team played like a team tonight. It was so so good i i truly believe that that was one of the best jets wins of the season let me know what you guys think in chat uh i can see you guys are are teeing off right now having fun um i would love to hear what you guys thought about the game as well as uh you know if you guys got any questions since we're already 25 minutes i feel like i just i feel like i just uh, you know started the show and i'm and uh (laughs) you know but regardless um 
yeah, like this was a phenomenal win by the Jets. I all around this team played phenomenally. I am so, so happy to be a Jets fan at this moment. And it's almost kind of I'm getting a little bit flustered. Like, I don't even know what to say uh because like that that game just felt like such a statement that it's like it almost feels uh reduct not reductive but um what's the word uh uh not reductive the other one <laughs> just redundant there we go uh to come in here and just say the jets played well because it felt so obvious to me that this team was the better team tonight and uh put their bodies on the line they played well wow wow such a great game. Such a great game. Um, alrighty. It's, you know, like I said, throw some, some questions in chat if you do have any. Um, but other than that, I kind of just want to talk about, uh, how the goals were scored tonight. Um, because all of them felt like a, a, a team effort. Again, the, that's kind of my, my thoughts on the game tonight was that it was such a team win. Um, Let's just talk about the first goal. Of course, this is Gabe Velarde getting his first goal, uh, for the Jets. This happens, I can't remember how far into the game it was, but um, this was just such a nice play all around from this top line as well as Josh Morrissey. So there's a battle on the boards just outside of the blue line. You've got the support from, I want to say it was, um, it was, it was Velarde who was battling on the boards. Uh, Nikolai Ehlers was in tight with him. Uh, and then Shifley was kind of just being the third man there waiting for the puck to bounce out. Uh, Josh Morrissey ends up being the one who corrals the puck, brings it into the zone, just throws it into open ice, just throws it into open ice. Shifley fights off the defender, draws the second defender over. He just just to go just goes to show how how you can tell that the avalanche felt panicked in this moment, corrals the puck after fighting him off and throws it over to Gabe Velarde, who. Man, it, it, it's it, it doesn't seem that difficult. Uh, if, if anyone here has played hockey, you know, sometimes, you know, receiving the puck on your on your foot and then getting a shot off, you know, especially when you have a wide open net doesn't seem like a difficult task. But when you're in tight like this, when the puck comes across and it like it, I'm I, you know, I want to give credit to Shifley for getting that pass across. Um, but. Man, Gabe Velarde is if you the, the the few things that I saw about him. I remember Nick Nick Lineham and I a couple games ago were talking about how he played, uh, how he plays, uh, and how he scores goals. This guy is an animal in front of the net. He's got such great hands. Whether he's tipping pucks in or getting garbage goals, uh, this was kind of a bit of you know a bit of a bit of a hands play to be able to kick the puck up to his his stick. Obviously, the wide open net there, a great sell from Shifley to get both the defenders on him. Ivan Prozatov has no chance uh, and Gabe Velarde throws it right in. Uh, again, moving on to the next game, next goal, of course, Vlad Nemeskov does score off the power play. This was, again, uh, a very simple, simple goal for the uh, for the Winnipeg Jets. Um, they win the draw, goes back to Schmidt. He puts it over to the wall um, where uh, where Neil Pionk is, he throws it down low to Alex Ifollow, makes a nice pass in front to Vlad Nemeskov, who scores off of the defender's stick. I don't even think his own stick actually touched it. He shot the other player's stick, got it in. Fantastic. I'm I'm I am so happy. So again, so good. Glad to see that the uh, Jets power play figured it out there. Um, and you know what? Maybe we should talk about the power play because I kind of have talked a little bit about each of the goals. Um, while uh, I don't know how to say this without sounding malicious and bad, I 
I I love Kyle Connor. I really do. Um, I genuinely believe that while it is unfortunate, I think that the his injury has unlocked options for the Jets uh, that they didn't that they would never have tried before. And I think that that is the truth when it comes to the top line. I don't think that we would ever would have seen you know Connor willingly taken off of that top line and pulled down. Um, as well as, uh, you know, we haven't seen Nikolai Ehlers on that top unit yet uh, on the power play, as well as just in general, that power play's philosophy was always get the puck to Kyle Connor and he will shoot the puck and we'll figure it out from there. Um, now the power play, again, I, I said this a while ago after he had gotten uh, injured and I, Nick and I did the show the other day. It feels like the power play has taken a step into realizing that, okay, we can we can manage the puck. We can hold the puck. We can find our chances when we want them. Um, since since Kyle Connor's injury, the Jets the Jets power play has f- consistently had like minute to minute and a half, um, like not chances, but uh, uh, zone control with the puck. Where it feels like I, before, and maybe I'm wrong. I'm not sure. Um, the previous unit frequently would have issues where either one no shots would get off and it would just kind of go around the outside or the opposing team would would steal the puck and get it out and then they would have issues getting into the zone and this and that and blah 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 and this and that um whereas now it feels like the jets are working the puck around a lot more as well as getting a little bit more movement i still think that this power play unit is incorrectly (laughs) um placed uh again nick and i ch- chatted about this a while ago you got i think you just have to put cole perfetti on the right side where Ehlers is currently put Ehlers in shifley's spot which is on the on the left side wall where he can then use his speed to go up and down the ice and uh you know take shots or put the puck into the middle or if nothing's there rim it around the boards to whoever's uh to, to perfetti on the other side um and 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 that's the thing is with this current power play setup, it feels like we've taken a step in the right direction in the sense of it feels more dangerous, but they're still not getting the 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 great high danger chances off yet. Um, I, I remember there was one power play. I'm trying to look for my notes on it here. I got my my mic's in the way. I can't even see. Um, where was it? Where was it? Where was it? Uh, all I, all I remember is that the, the Jets had a power play. They kept trying to pass it into the middle to, uh, Cole Fetty, maybe because the Vladimir goal happened and you're, you're trying to get it into the middle of the slot, but Cole Perfetti just was not available for that shot. Um, and so I, I, I just don't, and, and as much as I love Shifley and I think that he's got a, a, a playmaking ability, you can't pass to a guy who isn't open. It's just, it's just not going to work. Um, unless you're Vladimir Meskov and you can shoot another guy's stick to hit the puck. Uh, so uh, again, and, and I remember there was also another power play that the Jets had tonight where they, they were managing the puck really well. They were moving it really well, but then the, the, the finally, when they got the chance, it was when Ehlers moved over to that left side and drove the net and took a shot. And then there was some chaos in front. I really think that you have to put Shifley in the slot. He is he is such a quick shot. He is so good on um at, at shooting in small spaces. Uh if you have him there, that's historically been the best place for him on the power play. Uh so I think that's where he needs to go. And uh and yeah, but l- like I said, it, it it's really interesting to see that the Jets now do have uh, chances and are, are able to try things that they haven't uh, haven't been able to in the past. Like I said, we would have never seen Ehlers on this top line. We would have never seen no Kyle Connor on the power play. And listen, I want Kyle Connor on the power play. I would love to have him either 
in in that middle slot area near down low because I think that he's a guy with such great hands and tight um, and could score goals like how kind of Gabe Velarde has been with whether it's tipping or whether it's um, whether it's tipping the puck or whether it's uh, uh, driving the net kind of like how Cole Perfetti did a couple games ago. Um, this team is looking really good. And as I said, uh, you know, I, 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 I don't even want to talk about the rest of the goals. I've already kind of talked about them in general. Um, this team is looking really good. And I, I don't know about you guys for the people who are in here with me on a Saturday night, please do like the stream. I really appreciate you being here with me. Are you guys all in a game like this tonight makes me, makes me say to myself, I am all in on this team. This team has the pieces. It it's it is all coming together. If this top line can can consistently win their matchup as they have been, they're they're going to keep scoring goals having guys like Gabe Velarde, Nikolai Ehlers, Mark Scheifele on that top line. Okay, think about this. Think about that. So we already have line 1 already winning uh, winning their matchups. That is phenomenal. A thing we have not had on the Winnipeg Jets in a long time. You have that. And then you have the Lowry line, which has been a little bit weak as of late. Ha- hasn't been, you know, putting the puck in as much as they used to. But at the same time, you look at that line, you go, I know that I can I can feel safe with you guys out there. Uh, you know, whether it's it's moving Nino Niederrad off that line and, and, you know, maybe trying to help uh, the second line, despite the fact they had a good game tonight. Um uh, and you put I follow there, whatever you want to do, you know that you have a third line that can go out and shut down other teams, uh, top lines, second lines, whoever it is they're playing against, of course. And then you have that that second third line with Perfetti, who uh, and, and and you know when healthy, Cal Connor potentially, and then you go out and you potentially get someone at the deadline, even if you even if you don't. Vladimirskov has been phenomenal in that spot. Um, I still think that you would, you know, in an ideal world, if you're the Jets and you're going for it, uh, that's a spot that you want to upgrade. Uh, it's up to the coaching staff and uh, and Kevin Shevchenkov to to decide if they need to go out and get a center specifically because if they don't trust Perfetti there necessarily, um, I still think they should give him another shot because uh, you know it, it, he had such little time and it was at the start of the season. Now that the season's in the swing of things, I would love to see him get another chance in the middle. But regardless, you have a second slash third line that with the right piece can be as effective as a, a first line, maybe even, especially if you're playing against weaker competition and the fourth line, which I haven't even gotten to talk about those guys tonight had such a phenomenal game. David Gustafson, just guy does not lose board battles. AJF again, will probably not be on the roster. If he's, <laughs> if, uh, if the jets do make any moves. And of course, when Kyle Connor gets, uh, gets healthy, but phenomenal on the PK tonight, uh, Always good to have a burst of speed in that bottom in that bottom six. Morgan Barron, do I need to say anything more? Everybody loves this guy. He's an absolute, uh, absolute. He's just got a, a motor. This guy is is constantly going. Uh, pretty big, can hit, can also play a shutdown role. Can sometimes have a have a, a goal every now and then. Um, the Jets have a lot of interesting pieces and everything on the back end too. 
you know, Josh Morrissey, Dylan DeMello, who I, I again, I forgot to even mention he had, he literally saved a goal tonight on the, on the power play. There was one where he just, uh, got in the way of, of a shot and, uh, or, 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 or sorry, knocked away a pass that was going to, I think it was Miko Ratnan on the side of the net was for a, for sure goal that he stops. Um, if you're able to move that guy down, if you trade for a, you know, a, a top line defenseman, even if you don't, that this this d this decor is is pretty good like you have to admit that they are it while it is the weakness of the jets they're fine i i i i say that now but no team is perfect and i think that if it was just this core maybe villy hanola can come in and and hopefully uh you know cement himself in this lineup maybe improve it if not you could potentially trade for somebody at the deadline this team is has the juice i remember a couple games ago i was talking with my good buddy mike stevens from the hockey hockey news he doesn't watch as much uh jets games as we do uh obviously but i remember and it was also against it was the nashville game it was one where laurent brassois plays and he lets in the crappy goal from the from the from the corner uh you know he said the jets do not have the juice and you know what the jets heard him and have been one of the best teams in the league since November. This team is good. And and their top scorer isn't even in the lineup right now, guys. The top scorer is... I, I think they said he's got 18% of the Jets' goals this season. Like, come on, guys. Come on. This... I I I, I am scared to say this. I'm, I'm going to say it. Uh, but I'm, I'm scared to say it because I'm scared of getting hurt. This team has 2017-18 vibes to them. I'm 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 ready to say it. I know it's only December. I know what happened last year, but this is different. This this team is different than last year. We have a, a whole other extra season with Rick Bonus, with everyone getting used to it in the in the lineup. Um, one of the big things that that went wrong last year was that, and, and I'm not going to pin this on Blake Wheeler at all, but. Uh, it was very clear that the Jets hadn't moved on from that era of their team. Um, I've had many people tell it tell it to me that uh, basically, you know, despite the fact that they removed the letter from Blake Wheeler, when times got tough last year, that's the guy they turned to. And this is a different team this year. Not only ha- is the vibes better, Adam Lowry has shown the 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 perfect amount of leadership for this team. Um, I think this team would run through a wall for him. I think everyone on this team would run, run, run through a wall for each other. Um, on top of that, not only, only that, but this team is better. I've already said how gave how I think Gabe Velarde is, is, is clearly at the moment playing better than purely Dubois is. Uh, but not only that, you don't have to go with the ebbs and flows of, of Pierre Dubois season. That's a guy who, who is very streaky and let's be honest, guys, I, you know, I, it, it, it sounds, it, I, I would have said this last year, even when he was on our team, that's a guy who goes up and down, rides the waves of consistency. And if he wants, and if he gives a shit, if he wants to play, whereas it feels like this team every night, night in and night out wants to play for each other. Uh, and then on top of that, not only did you get back Gabe Velarde for for Pierre Dubois, uh, who is also at uh, a, a much cheaper contract, you get uh, guys like I follow who can fill out the middle of the roster. Rasmus Kupari, who could be one either a piece in some sort of trade, uh, or two has potential to be a, a, a roster player for this team. Guys, this is not the same team. This team is more consistent. 
the vibes are different. Uh, I, I don't think I'm overreacting when I say that this team has uh, the chance to potentially do something special this year. It's up to them. And, uh, and all I can say is I'm, I'm excited to be on the ride with it. I'm excited to be able to chat with you guys all about it. And you know what? We've been going for 42 minutes. Uh, if there's any questions in the chat, throw them in there. But I think I am pretty much going to, uh, to, to, to shut this down right away. Um, although I do see, uh, Gareth B saying, uh, Lindstrom, I, I imagine you mean, um, uh, 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 by, uh, uh, Elias Lindholm, Lindholm, I want to say it's probably who you're thinking, uh, Gareth B says, uh, uh, Lindholm from the flames. He should be a target while I do agree. I also disagree. I think that the, the cost for him is going to outweigh what his potential, uh, you know, what he could potentially, uh, provide for the roster. If I'm looking at any, uh, flames player personally, it would be Chris Tanev. Um, and uh, we got some news, of course, too, on uh, for, from from Saturday Night Headlines. Uh, lots of stuff happening as we do approach the uh, trade freeze that is upcoming. Um, we the one thing that that Elliot mentioned that was of interest to me that that you know picked my ears up uh, was <laughs> was that St. Louis has been doing a lot of talking, and uh, I'm sure you guys have heard. Uh, and seen all of the the rumblings of how a lot of Jets Twitter guys, uh, I think it was Max is silent. I want to give him credit. Uh, started pushing the the Pavel Bushnevich uh, vibe. Uh, that's a guy who I would absolutely love. He's got, um, you know, he's got his contract goes on till next year. I want to say it's like six million dollars. Um, but that's a guy who can play center for you, can play wing. Imagine that guy playing with Perfetti and Connor. You got you got Ehlers, Shifley, Velarde, Perfetti, uh, Bushnevich, Connor, Lowry, Nino, Appleton, or Iafalo, Iafalo, Vladimir Mestikov, and Morgan Barron. You you're able to kick <laughs> like so many people out of the lineup for that. Like it is fantastic. I got Lucas in here updating us. It is three three now. Stars and Blues. Regardless, if if the Stars even do end up winning tonight. I'm sure I'm I'm confident the Jets will keep pushing for first, even if they aren't able to get it. But regardless, uh, a couple other names that I know have been floating around. Uh, I remember the other day on Kenny versus or not Kenny versus Rennie. Kenny versus Benny is in my head. Uh, Kenny and Rennie. Uh, uh, Ken, Ken Weeb was proposing Jake Gensel as an as a potential option, considering the uh, the the Penguins weren't doing so well, and if you look tonight, I think they were down seven nothing to the Leafs. Uh, good grief, that's a guy uh, who might be able to get. Uh, my only concern with him, not a centerman, which again, I still want to see Perfetti in the middle, but I also think that Jake Gensel is kind of a player who's a bit more akin to a Kyle Connor than whoever else you want to say on the roster. And the, and in what I mean by that is he's not necessarily a play driver, but a high end complimentary piece and i don't want to i don't think that that is um you know taking away from from kyle connor or or jake gensel when i say that it's more just and and because those pieces are incredibly important you need guys who can finish plays uh and who can ride with players but the if if he were to play on his own uh i don't think that he'd be able to produce uh what he has been i mean he's kind of been riding shotgun with Sidney crosby his entire career um so while I am interested in that type of player, uh, that's if you can for sure put him with, uh, uh, you know, a centerman who you trust in or, or, or confident in. Um, 
So that's an interesting name. And there's been more and more names that are coming up each and every day. Uh, I'm sure the Jets will do some sort of move here. It seems like the Jets are really committed to going all in. Uh, And hey, Chevy has had a good uh, track record with his trades recently. Uh, So I'm excited to see what happens. But anyways... Like I said, guys, uh, it's about time I wrap it up. Thank you so much for spending your Saturday night with me. If you're listening back on the replay later, regardless, thank you guys for listening. Uh, hope you guys enjoy your Saturday night. Please do like the stream. I, I got a, we got a bunch of people in here and not enough likes for the amount of people we got in here. So please do that. Uh, make sure you subscribe to SDPN sports. We are about 2,500 away from hundred K. Come on, guys, be a part of it. Get in there. Uh, and then uh, on top of it, follow me on Twitter at NHL Chunky. Follow at SCPN. And have yourselves a safe and fun Saturday night. We will see you guys soon. I'll be joining you guys next time when the Jets face off against the Habs. Uh, and that is on Monday night. We're going to be doing a co-stream. It'll be me and uh, and the big boss man, Andrew Berkshire, Coming with you, coming to you guys with a uh, a stream right here on SDPN. Don't miss out on that. Uh, I look forward to it. But once again, have yourselves a wonderful evening. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, and we'll see you guys Monday.